All right. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back. Another episode. I feel like it's been a while. Well, yeah, I mean, we record a couple of these at a time during the summer. You know, it's yeah. not not in season yet. So we're just still doing one a week. Uh, I mean, 95 today. It feels like 95 in here. It feels so nice. <laughs> I, oh, my God. Stop. We had this argument last week for probably an hour, two hours straight. I had to stop because it. Well, so I'm. Oh, my God. I mean, I'd much rather be warm than cold. Nope. And, you, and you'd rather be cold. But right. you said you'd rather have it be 90 than zero. I would. I the, the two extremes, I will take the heat, assuming okay. there's no, like, assuming there's no snow, no wind, nothing like that. Like, just, just a straight 90%, 90, zero humidity, like, zero, zero wind chill. Right. Or, yeah. I mean, if you start going in the middle of that, I'd much rather take a 20, okay. de, 20 degree day over. 70, like 70, 20? Uh, that's. That's tough. Like I'm I don't want 90, I, 10, 80, or 90, I, zero. I don't like to be hot. If it's 20 degrees, no wind, I feel like what that's. You, but you're not going outside. You don't want to do it. I don't go it. outside when it's hot out. What do you mean? I hate the outside. But you can <laughs> do stuff when it's outside. I, I when get it's that. Warm. I, the perfect weather for me is cloudy, 50. Cloudy? Cloudy, 50 degrees with a nice breeze. You nice know sweatshirt you, you know, and shorts. You know where you got to move to? Alaska. I don't know. No, Oregon. Oh, it literally, right. I can get behind that. <laughs> Cloudy? You don't want a ray of sunshine? Blue? Hell no. Oh I, I keep my house between 65 and 63 at all times. I love wearing a sweatshirt and I'm being cold in my house. Even well, I, in this. No matter, even if when it's 73 in our house, oh my I, wear, God. I wear a hoodie and sweatpants. That's, that's unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> well, we were having the debate and this isn't our question of the week. It was Nate, like list your favorite seasons in order. Yeah. And the normal person would say one or two are fall and summer. Correct. No, fall. A no. lot of people say fall. No. Yeah, which is, is number fine. one. Yes. I think summer, but fall is fine. This man, my co-host, had spring at two. Yeah, because it's not hot. Spring is the worst season. It no. rains. So? It's not even warm. I it's... like rainy weather. Why? I like thunderstorms. I like falling asleep to thunderstorms. It... You could, you, could, you could still golf in spring. It's not too hot. I don't care if it rains every other day. It's not a big deal. It's I'd just look, muddy. I'd it's rather gross, take rain but... over a 95-degree day like today. So 32, 30, technically it snows if it's 32, but 40 degrees March and rain. You'd rather have that than 80 and sunny July 10th. 100%. What? Not even thinking twice. 100%. Oh, all right. Someone check on this man. <laughs> All right. But so for the actual question of the week, it's more this, of a, this is a good one. It's more of a draft and it's another food take because who doesn't love food? Um, and it's drafting the best toppings. So anything that you put on a, a, a standard food. So a topping for a hot dog would be ketchup, mustard, relish, yeah. whatever. And we're going to go back and forth. If I take one, he can still take that main food item, but it can't be the same topping. Right. And vice versa. I only, I feel like I'm missing some like oh, pretty I feel like basic ones. Huge ones. I only wrote down the seven biggest ones I want. So if you take four of my seven on my list, I gotta think it on the floor. I know. I but you I didn't write them down. <laughs> I have them all in my head because I've been thinking about it for a while. But the I think the first pick has to We're be doing a, four picks. Yep. I think the first one has to be on the best. It's the best topping on the best food, and that's pepperoni pizza. See, I knew you were going to say that. Oh, yeah. I, pepperoni is uh, everybody's favorite, but I think it's a little overrated. Well, but when you order a pizza, what do you order? Do you go supreme? Do I, you go pep and sausage? I do. You my, do pineapple my, sometimes. Kate and I just got a pineapple pizza right. on Sunday. <laughs> Did you get the um, a Stranger Things one or no? No, it's still oh, – okay. still, I check on Walmart's website every <laughs> day for these Surfer Boy pizzas. There was one down in Geneva, but it was just a pineapple. I'm like, I'm not doing it. A pineapple this. and jalapeno one? Yeah, I'm not doing it. Uh, what was what was I gonna say? Oh, my perfect pizza: sausage, green peppers, onions, and mushrooms. Wow. No pepperoni. Okay, so you pretty much the, have the all classic that. Connie's pizza. The, it's it's literally called the classic oh, pizza. Okay. So yeah. All right. I, I respect the pepperoni. Yeah, I mean it's a, it's a staple. You I know this this is for sure the first thing I thought of, but I mean I, I don't know if you're gonna think it's a topping. Okay. It's cheese on a burger. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. It, you. If you have a burger if without cheese, that's gross. It's the same. Like I think of that as like a cheese pizza. You're 40 years old. If Literally. you're eating a cheese pizza, I didn't eat pepperoni until I was like nine. 
So I was just, oh, really? I was just a baby. I, I didn't have any taste buds. My dad made fun of me. Yeah. And all my friends had pepperoni. I'm like, oh, it's too spicy. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> I, you can ruin a pizza with too much pepperoni, though. I've never had that problem. Oh, my God. It's so. Like the extra pep, you don't do it? Oh, okay. hell no. Okay. But, but, yeah, I thought for sure you were just going to take cheese on a burger. I mean, that's definitely, yeah, that's definitely very, yeah. Uh, all right. Yeah. Let's see your next one. Do I want to go the burger route or, man, I'm going to go. This isn't a common one, and I don't order it all the time, but, and I probably should because it makes the food that much better. I'm going to go with grilled or like sauteed onions okay. on a steak. Oh, interesting. Yes. I don't order <laughs> I it much. Sure. I don't order it much because sometimes it, it gets mad. It can be a mess, you know? It's a good compliment to but the steak. It just enhances the flavor so much. Perfect medium rare steak. Yes. Bite, nice bite of mashed potatoes and scoop up some onions. That's the yeah, perfect exactly. Bite. So I'm going to go. I probably could have waited. I don't think you had that. I did not have that on my list. I didn't think you would. No. But I just I didn't want to risk it. So I went onions on a steak. Okay. I, I'm scared you I'm scared you're gonna take this, so I have to go cheese on fries. That's a good one. Can't yeah. beat it. Were you gonna say that or no? It was on it was in Oof. my head, but I I think I'd rather put my first two picks are both cheese. <laughs> <laughs> and you're not from Wisconsin. Huh? He's not he's a Wisconsin guy now. No, that is definitely a good one. Um I mean yeah, cheesy fries, they're good, but I think I would rather have like, I'm never going to order just cheese and fries by itself. I'd rather have, like, nacho fries, like, with the meat and cheese with it. Oh, I don't care. I'd... Or I'd go just plain just just plain fries with ranch and ketchup, that kind of stuff. I, I guess. I mean, yeah. I would, like, if, you know, I go to Arlington Racetrack, anywhere yeah. I order cheese fries, I don't care. It, okay. If I have to eat my soggy fries with a fork because they're drenched in oh, cheese, yeah. that's perfect. Yeah. Throw, some throw some bacon on top. Well, and, yeah. Bacon is a good thing. And I was gonna save it, but now that you mentioned it, I don't want you to take it. Bake it on my burger. Okay, I, I didn't. There's so I didn't many have bacon things that can go on a burger, and I usually do egg. My my great burger is obviously cheese, um, obviously ketchup on it, lettuce, onions, bacon, and lettuce and egg. That's yeah, that. nice. That's farm, my breakfast farmhouse burger. burger. Yeah, but bacon cheeseburger. That's just you can't beat it's that. It's way better. It's, yeah, Wendy's has the baconator. Every every yeah. fast food chain has their bacon burger, and, it's and all, they're all awesome. It's just so easy. Once you get the egg, which I do like, on everyone does, it gets messy. It yeah. really it's a mess. Yeah. Bacon is not a mess. It's simple, and who doesn't love bacon? You know. Yeah, I didn't have bacon on any of my wow. on any of my things from okay. my list. I don't, highly doubt you're going to take my fourth one, so I'm going to go mayo on any sandwich for my third one. Oh, mayo! If you like Miracle Whip. Do you think there's a difference? I can taste the difference, but I'll eat both. Really? Yeah. See, I cannot. I'll eat it, but I'll never, like, buy it. If it's at someone's oh. house, that's all I have. I'll do it. Yeah. But I, I have to be mayo. Yeah. I, I, mayo it, has to go on every sandwich. And it does. Yeah. I feel like there, there's a great divide in this country mm -hmm. on whether mayo goes on sandwiches or not. What do people put on it? Butter? Like, what? <laughs> like, what, like, what, like, what? No, they just, they just no. go plain. Meat, oh. cheese. Probably not even lettuce. What? Meat, cheese, lettuce. That people don't. If you don't like mayo, they sure as hell don't like tomato on their sandwiches. No, tomato shouldn't be on anything. Okay, well, especially a hot dog. <laughs> We're not getting into that. All right. So my fourth one. Wait, going back to the sandwiches. Oh, I, okay. I, I've been putting mustard on my sandwiches for the past like yellow two, mustard. Yeah, two months. It's the ultimate condiment. It has zero calories and it tastes great. <laughs> It, it's like the it's like the beer of condiments. It's a very acquired taste. I hated mustard for the longest time, unless it was like deeply infused on like burgers and like I can only but barely taste it. I can like barely taste it. I only started liking mustard in my hot dogs the past like few years. I used to just eat hot dogs like plain relish, oh, okay. tomato. Yeah, I held the mustard for a long time. Okay, but yeah, I I've been on a big mustard. Yes, yeah, I mean sandwiches. I'm a big. I'd rather get it from like the actual deli than like the packaged. Yeah. It just tastes so much better. But my ultimate sandwich, obviously mayo. I like my wheat bread. I feel like I'm eating healthier, even though it's damn near the same. Yeah. I want turkey, ham, and chicken. I'm a big turkey lettuce, and roast beef guy. With lettuce. That's my that's my sandwich. I like that. Plus add mustard and tomatoes. You want what else is good on it? I really like um 
salami. Oh yeah, so I haven't had a salami in a minute. It's so good. The Italian subs yeah, from places. Yeah, yeah, it's good. The Italian club at Jimmy John's is the best. And then they put on like the old vinegars and stuff oh, yeah. like that. Yeah. Jimmy John's is the best sub place. Jersey or, I mean, Mike's. Jersey I mean, Mike's. Okay, sorry, sorry. It goes Jersey Mike's yes. and then Jimmy John's. Yes. Subway, Subway if can you go like die it, in a hole. I don't. Yeah. You're. You're, you're, four. you're 15 years ago. Like, <laughs> All right. You, Give us your last pick. My last pick. I mean, I'm ketchup on a hot dog. Yeah, but it's, I don't. I don't need it. I'm gonna go. When I was a kid, I'm going as a kid. I'm getting sprinkles on ice cream. Oh no! Was that your fourth? No, one? no. Oh, but okay. that was dangerously close to my fourth one. <laughs> sprinkles my on. It doesn't God. enhance the flavor by any means. It makes it look awesome. It does. And just the crunch. Enticing, yeah. And just the crunch. I don't want a plain vanilla comb. You throw sprinkles on there, I'm eating a rainbow. <laughs> but I, what? Is it the rainbow sprinkles? Get that. Like, come on. But sprinkles, they just make it look so much nicer. And as a kid, it's a little crunch. And who doesn't, who doesn't like sprinkles on ice cream? You know? I couldn't tell you the last time I had sprinkles on ice cream, but. Well, what kind of ice cream do you get, though? You don't get just plain vanilla or plain chocolate. Uh, leading right into my last pick. No. Are you going to go with no, the best hot fudge? To- best topping for ice cream is cookie dough bites. Do you agree with that? No. Why? What do you mean? Do you not, not like cookies? I'll eat them. You don't like raw fucking dough? No. Oh, my God. I hate cookie dough. You're one of those people. I you Nothing said you said ice cream at first, and I thought <laughs> you were gonna take my last break. break. <laughs> I thought you were gonna go. I'd rather. Oh my god! It would go in order for ice cream topping: sprinkles, and then I would probably go hot fudge, and then type of a cookie type, like an my, Oreo, a chips, any type of cookie. My one A and one B are definitely brownie pieces, brownie, brownie bites, and cookie dough pieces. What, um, what kind of what candy pieces like would you put on? Would it be like M and M's, Reese's? Re- I uh, hate M and M's. I don't like the texture of the ice cream with M and M's. I don't really like candy in my ice cream. Okay, it's like brownies, cookies, and like I'll do Oreo pieces. I don't care, but okay, no nope. candy like the hard crunch. I'm not a fan of. Okay, my honorable mentions. My last three I wrote down: hot sauce for tacos. I knew you weren't gonna take that. No, I wouldn't. Have. Sausage for pizza. I'm a big sausage guy, and mustard for brat. Oh, on your brat, yeah. Yeah, I wrote down brats. Brats are better than hot dogs. I do. I do like both, but I usually just find myself eating hot dogs more. More people. It's more common. Right. I mean, I could have been basic and said onions on anything because onions are just superior. To on, what? Uh, onions on a burger. Onion, onions on a hot dog. That's to be onions. sauteed onions. I don't like raw onions. I like raw onions. I. You walk a fine line of having it be too overpowering if you have, get too big of the rings. So. Okay. Well, yeah. Well, we didn't really have any of that. We were really gonna like have no all of my seven of mine no, I could have had yeah all right now I want ice cream sprinkles <laughs> oh Kate's gone for the week I might go get myself something yeah. oh <laughs> yeah you're next to Culver's I'm bachelor pad in Green oh. Bay till Thursday twenty four thirty is my address <laughs> all right let's get into the NFC East this week all right welcome back coming back in uh, first place. Dallas Cowboys. Who them boys? 12 and 5. Still didn't win a playoff game. <laughs> no. Bums. Uh, so 12 and 5 last year. I think that's pretty much their ceiling and best case scenario this year. I don't. <laughs> we'll get into the uh, division picks later. But uh, Dak Prescott, fantasy. What are your thoughts on him? He's being drafted. Uh, QB8. Dr- yeah, redraft. He's being drafted in the sixth, seventh round. He's going um, before Jalen Hurts. Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers, and Matt Stafford. Yeah. I would take all those quarterbacks before him. I would too. Yeah. Oh. I, the only one I would question would be Rodgers because of the lack of weapons. He'll put up 4,000 yards. But it's still Aaron Rodgers, yeah. the back-to-back MVP, top three to ever do it. Like, he's going to do it. He's going to get his own. Why I'm not in on Dak, there's no Amari Cooper. Yeah. Jalen Tolbert's a wide receiver too, first half of the year. Yeah. Which, rookie, he could be a breakout. Who knows? But here are his stats with and without Cooper. Did you see these or no? No. Stats with – we'll go with Cooper. 44 games, 13,000 yards, 88 touchdowns, 27 picks. Okay. That's with Amari Cooper. Without, in 41 games, so three less, 9,000 yards, so that's 4,000 less, 55 touchdowns, 23 picks. So it goes from 88 touchdowns to 55, 27 picks to 23 picks. It's not great. And the passing rating is awful. Like I, 
And I get that, yeah, they, it's smart. Like, they replaced them. They still have Gallup. Gallup coming off an injury. Right. But I'm not trusting Dak. He's still coming off the injury. He's not as mobile anymore because of his rushing. I, yeah, I wrote down rushing has to come up for him to be valuable where he's will. being drafted. I, I don't know if it will anymore. I mean, yeah, I don't I don't know if you want your franchise quarterback. And, you especially know, after he's that not young injury, anymore. Especially yeah. after that. That was a gross injury. Yeah, I try not to remember that. It was bad. I mean, he's he finishes the QB eight last year, forty five hundred yards, thirty seven picks, ten touchdowns, he I mean, one rushing touchdown. He finishes a top twelve quarterback every year, except yeah, for his injury right, year. But right, I I would like you said, I would take those guys over Prescott this year. And what about what about Dynasty though? I feel the same. Yeah. I mean, I'd rather have Hertz and Wilson and Stafford over him in Dynasty. I'd rather have him over Rogers because Rogers right. could be done this year. Yeah. But for redraft, I mean, his ADP is 78.5. There are so many other valuable guys you can get, not not in quarterbacks, but receivers and running backs. Yeah, seventh-round pick is valuable for running backs and receivers around that area. And I just don't – I mean, he does have – I mean, he, he doesn't really have that many receiving weapons. He has CD, who should break out. We'll talk about him in a little bit. And Dalton Schultz. Right. That's, that's, that's it. it. Unless that's he's proving themselves. Unless Zeke is getting the big boost in, <laughs> in the passing game. Well, Pollard has been, I guess, in training camp saying that he's like they, that he's been taking more of the receiving reps. I did see that. I feel like – let me look where Pollard's ADP is right now. Pollard's Dude. ADP is 89.8. Okay, so that is 8 point – That's middle over, eighth round. Yeah, that is a round after Dak. Yeah. And – We'll talk about Pollard a little bit here, but I'm, I guess we'll wait. But I mean, I just don't see a, a scenario where Dak can finish in the top eight. Right. I I don't either, and I don't think it, unless he falls to some ungodly ninth, tenth round, but that's not going to happen. So, and it, it's the offense is going to be a high scoring offense. It always has been a fast pace, and. So you think he would be? Where, what is his is eight his ceiling, or can he get into the top five? Um, well, the AFC West quarterbacks will be top four, so there's four gone right there. <laughs> <laughs> so I, yeah, I don't. So, so you, there's no way he can be in the top five. No, there's no way. Okay, um, uh, you can put this down until cows come home. There's okay. no, I, I'd be shocked if he finished top ten. Okay, I don't. I mean, yeah, he was the one when we did our top ten. I had him out. I don't know if you did. I'd have to go back and listen. I'm not sure, but yeah, it sounds like we're both on. So deck. you're not there's. I haven't drafted him in any mocks. I have, but I haven't loved my team. So yeah, it's more of like a it's 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 a safer pick, you know. But you're not going to get any upside, right? And Derek Carr's going way after him. Kirk Cousins, who has better weapons, going way after him. Yeah. 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 Okay. So we're we're both in. A, I I kind of figured we would be. Yeah, nothing nothing special. I think we're in a differ here though. <sighs> I'm I'm warming up to see. Are you? I still you're about two I, weeks behind. I me. still haven't drafted him anywhere for his ADP his in the ADP third is round. So good. I know. I and that's <laughs> I've seen him going in the fourth, early fourth. So if I get like a Jefferson and then the back half like an AJ Brown and Zeke is my third, my first running back in the third round, I'm not happy about well, I'm that. I'm not happy because you have AJ Brown on your team, but oh, you. Throwing Debo, I don't yeah. care. You take two high-powered receivers, first two picks, but I mean, yeah, no, I mean, if I went receiver, running back, he, and he's my RB two, I'm ecstatic. Oh yeah, the RB two is a different story. Yes, but I mean, he finishes the RB, or he's going as the RB fifteen right now. He finished the RB seven last year. Everyone was on the decline because he he got hurt, but he played in every game. Yes, it hurt his fantasy, it hurt fantasy owners. Yeah, but he's getting looked bad because he for Derrick Henry. Got hurt, didn't play, and he's back to where Derrick Henry was. Right. I so mean, just like Dak, he's finished in top twelve every year. He's had one year where he was thirteen, but he played only in ten games. Right. The, and so the, yeah. Right. But I mean, he he had his fewest attempts of his career and his third most rushing touchdowns. Though his targets have dropped every year, last four years. That's what I wrote down too. Like everything shows that he is. It's becoming more 50-50. But then you look at Pollard. Zeke had two hundred thirty-seven carries to Pollard's one thirty. Zeke had 65 targets to Pollard's 46. Like, that's a big difference. Right. That's 300 attempts compared to 170, 180. Yeah. So, that's, so let's couple in Pollard then. Pollard, Zeke is going in the third round. Yep. Pollard's going in the eighth round. Do you? Do you I would only get him if I have Zeke. 
Okay. I would not take him. I and I actually wrote this. You wouldn't want Pollard as your fourth running back? No. Why? Because the only way he's going to be of value is of an injury. I don't think so at all. What do you mean? He finishes the RB twenty eight last year as your running back four. I don't. Why would you? Why would you not stash him if you? Because I can. I can go RB heavy. I can get Miles Sanders as my RB four, who's the clear RB one on his team. Clyde Edwards or Larry, who's, I mean, he'd probably be my RB3, but there's just a huge gap between those. If yeah. I'm stashing a running back on my bench, it's going to, there's not many names I want over Pollard in that. There eight, are a good eight, amount of past, names. Past the eighth. Ooh. Oh, well, past the eighth. Well, let's, yeah. let's look at who the running backs are after him, I guess. Let's go to the mock really quick. But I just think his, where he's going, he's going in the eighth round. I'd much rather have other people there, I'd much rather have other receivers. Or maybe that's where I take my Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson, for both Dynasty and Redraft, will have a way more it will be more, way more impactful than my fourth string running back. Pollard or Ken Walker? For redraft? Yeah. All, all redraft. Ask me right now, Pollard. But once I think we close to the season, I think it would be Ken Walker just because we'll have more kind of a, a view of what's going to happen with Seattle's offense. Okay, what about Devin Singletary? Devin Singletary. He's a starting running back on a, t- on a high-power offense. For, starting out for, for now. For, for now. Yeah. He's, Pollard isn't the starter. What about any of Miami's running backs? I would take Chase, Chase Edmonds. Would you? I would. Have I? No. No, I, I haven't touched but that. But I haven't taken. <laughs> yeah, I. it's it's tough. I. Okay, so on. So these are the running backs in kind of a round. You kind of hit on two, but you got Ken Walker, A.J. Dillon, Kareem Hunt, Tony Pollard, Singletary, Edmonds, James Cook. Yeah, you know how I feel about A.J. Dillon, Kareem Hunt. I love those both those right. guys. So those guys are going – the ADP for Dillon is 70.8, and Kareem Hunt's 81.6, Pollard 89.3. I would – yes, A.J. Dillon's going a whole round, almost two rounds ahead of him. Yeah. But the value for Dillon, Dillon is double what Pollard is for two rounds ahead. It depends how much and, passing work Pollard and gets. And Kareem Hunt – is better than Pollard on a more run-heavy offense with a better offensive line with no quarterback, so they're going to be running the ball more. Yeah. Watson's looking like he's going to be he's going to miss the whole season, from what I've been reading. Yeah, I don't know That's what's going co- on. Just more cases situation. keep coming up. <laughs> but, okay, so Hunt or Pollard? And you say Hunt every time. Oh, for thinking. sure. I love Scream Hunt. All right. So then Melvin Gordon or Tony Pollard? That's a toss-up for me. I know it's not for you, but that's a toss-up for me. I Melvin, think Williams is going to get more work this year. Melvin Gordon is going ADP 105.8. For the value, then I think I would take Gordon. Right. I'd rather have him be my RB4 than Tony, Tony Pollard. So I have I have on our website we look at all the time, in order it goes Renfro, Singletary, Pollard, Olave, Gabe Davis, coupled in sandwiched between Pollard. Are you taking all those guys over Pollard? I'd probably take Pollard over, for redrafts, Pollard over Olave. Yeah. But other than that, yeah, I mean, I'll take Gabe Davis over Renfro. I yeah. Mean, oh, I don't I, I think but. for the – well, for where they're going, I'm looking for a guy who can who can be a wide, rec- a wide receiver too. I don't know if Renfro can do that now yeah. just because Adam's going to take up 120-plus targets. Mm-hmm. Um, but back to back to Zeke and Pollard. I am getting more in on Zeke on redraft, not Dynasty, unless I'm going for win now mode in Dynasty. Yeah, you got two years max with Zeke and Dynasty. Because he, I mean, he's 26 and he has a two years left on his contract. Um, but I, I just don't see how you can't take Zeke, especially have if you haven't taken a running back in the third round and he's sitting there. I like Zeke a lot more if I already have a running back. Right. On my team. Yes, but Zeke's value is a lot better than than Pollard's value. I feel like. Uh, I feel like they're valued the same. Guess how many touchdowns Tony Pollard had last year? It wasn't a lot. He had two. Yeah. And you want that guy as your RB4? I never said I was starting him. He's, well, he's a great plug-and-play for bye weeks and stuff like that. He'll he'll get you 10 fantasy points off the bench. What more do you want from a bench-rotting running back? But for Melvin Gordon had way more than that last year. I, there's no guarantees I get Gordon. If Pollard's <laughs> in the eighth round, that's, he's going to be tough to pass up. You will. You can gladly take him from me. Okay, CD Lamb. He's. This is. 
I don't want to say make or break for him. He only had two top 10 finishes last year. And I don't want to say gross. it's make or break for him. I, can't, I don't want to because he's so young. The narrative so is there. Every, it has to be. Yeah, the stars are aligning this year for C.D. Lamb. <laughs> he, he should be getting 150 targets this year. He should. He had 120 last year for, 70, for 79 catches of 1,100 yards, only six touchdowns. He only got 20% of the sh- targets last year. That's not, and, I mean, <laughs> not Cooper, where it should have been. Cooper played in 15 or 16 games. But in those two games, he missed one of them. Right. So it was kind of – in the other one, I think he got hurt in. Um, so it's kind of hard to say, like, oh, with Cooper out, he saw 12 targets. Right. It didn't happen. But, I mean, he's going as the wide receiver 7 in redraft. ADP is 20. He finishes the wide receiver 19. Yeah. He, which is bad. He, I just thought yeah, who he, he is, has, he cannot finish like that low. For Yeah, for, for, oh. for being where he was drafted two years by the Cowboys, he has yet to have a top 15 finish this – I mean, his, his ceiling. His football stats are good. Yeah, his ceiling should be top five this year if everything goes according to plan. I mean, they're missing 103 targets just from Cooper. Right. That's not including. I don't know if Jarwin. I think Jarwin's gone. Uh, and they they're, lost Cedric Wilson too. Like that's probably another 60 targets. Like that's 160 targets that are gone. Gallup's out. Mm-hmm. You have to a rookie that you have to trust. Which I don't know. You know, would I rather throw to C.D. Lamb and Dalton Schultz or a fourth round draft pick? Right. It's a no-brainer, but he he had there. I want him in every in dynasty <laughs> and in redraft. Mason will never get him in. But dynasty. Anthony's ahead of me <laughs> in our dynasty, and he's taking it. Like I, I I do mocks without him, and I'm like CD's there. I'm like I'm not even in a ten-man league. I have the ninth pick. He has a tenth pick. I am taking CD every single time. So I'm not getting CD in <laughs> my dynasty and in redraft where I'm in the middle for one of mine that I know, the other one I don't know where I'm drafting yet. So I'm in the six, and so that's the that's the 18th pick. His ADP is at 20. I'm taking him every time. I've taken him almost every time because his ceiling and floor are so high. Yeah, I mean, we said the same thing about him last year. I mean, I've, I'm kind of nervous, but at I mean, the same last time. Year, last year I think there was more skepticism because he still had another wide receiver one on his team. Yeah. This year there's, there's no excuse. There really isn't. There is no excuse. So – I mean, out of the wide receiver, he's wide receiver seven. Do you have him ranked there, or would you have him? Would you take him over the other guys? Uh, well, it's definitely. Let, let's go through these top guys uh, for. So I got Cup, Jefferson, Chase, Adams, Diggs, Hill, Lamb, then Debo, AJ, Evans. For a redraft, I'm taking all those guys except for Hill. So I'd put CD at six. Okay. Is, it, is that the same for you? Yeah, I think. I mean, I'm just so high on Mike Evans that that's probably the only one I might take over him yeah. in redraft just because I think Mike Evans is going to just – I think he's going to boom early I mean, the on. Same thing, yeah. Godwin's out half the year. Exactly. And I, I trust Brady more than I do Dak. Yeah. But, I yeah, I would agree that he would be my wide receiver. I would take Hill up, put him in, and then him and Mike Evans, to me, are close. Okay. Even though Mike Evans is going uh, later on in the second round. Okay. Yeah, we're in, I, I don't have any else. Uh, I don't write on any of the receivers just because okay. it's a rookie in Gallup. He, Gallup has, why they paid Gallup and not Cooper, I doesn't, it makes Who zero knows? sense. That was bad management ownership there. Yep. Dalton Schultz. T- love him. Titan three. Love Dalton Schultz. It's huh. so weird. We love all the weapons for the Cowboys, but we don't, I, want, we we, do, we don't want Dak. <laughs> we don't want him. But Dalton Schultz, Titan seven is what he's going. He finishes the tight end three last year. Just came out of nowhere. Right. I Yeah, 808 and eight touchdowns last year. I mean, his targets should stay the same. It's, 104 targets. He still should be pretty safe. Right. Uh, his, Did not go up. Yeah. His ADP is in the sixth round. I mean, it's really your choice where you want to go mm-hmm. with your draft. I mean, it's pretty high for a tight end not in the top three. I, he was a tight end three last year, but yes. he's not – he doesn't have He's the name. He's not a Kelsey Andrews but, yet. He, he doesn't need, have the name. He needs another stupid. solid season. Because Waller had that season, came out of nowhere, and then he was boom. And man. he was one of the busts last year. No, but, the, but he, two years ago is when he came out of nowhere. Right. Or three years ago. So then two years ago, he was great. And then last year, he busted. Because of, because of his, his high ADP, too. Right. I don't. And he, his he wasn't even on pace to be anywhere near his ADP, though. No, because he, I mean, he had that week one. Remember, I oh, I they, had him on my team last year. I remember you, week one. He had what twenty freaking targets? Yeah, that Ravens Raiders game oh was my insane. God. <laughs> Everyone's like, this man's gonna see three hundred targets. Yeah, but I mean, I'm all in 
I am waiting for his contract for Dynasty. I, he was holding out, but he came back to camp for the week or whatever they had him for mandatory mini camps. Yeah. Um, but for redraft, I'm all in. Dynasty, if he stays, I'm all in even more. See, I'm not all in at all on redraft, just because I don't like where he's going in the sixth round. Half of his games, he finished outside the top 15 last year. That's so inc- That's like a hawk. That's so inconsistent. I would rather either take a Mark Andrews in the third round, second, third round, or wait to take a Cole Komet or someone very late. I, I've, I haven't taken Waller. I haven't taken Hawkinson. I haven't taken anybody until like the Dawson Knox Pat Fire move like stage. I think Schultz is one of the safer picks. I think for when it comes to safeness, I got Kelsey Andrews, Pitts targets. He should be safe. Yeah, and then Schultz. I think because I, I think he's way safer than Waller. I think you're missing a big tight end in there. Who? George Kittle. No. What do you mean? We with Trey Lance, they're going to be running the ball a lot more, which means Kittle will be blocking a I lot think- more. He he'll also be a safer checkdown option for Lance. Lance loves airing it out though. What Lance is a big deep ball threat, and Kittle is hurt. When was the last time Kittle has played in all game in every single game? 2018, but 2019 and 2021, he only missed two games. And he missed half the season two years ago. Okay. Most people don't go their whole NFL careers not missing games. I can't believe Kittle finished his tight end four though last year. Yeah. But, but that's because he had a he had four great games and that was it. Kind of just like Dalton Schultz. He had I, multiple. Here are here were Kittle's kind of stats: 11, 3, 17, good game, obviously eight. Hurt by hurt hurt. So he missed four weeks in a row. Yeah, which sucks. It does suck. And then he had 18, 16, 13, two. And then he just went on a tear for those three weeks in a row with 30, 30, 16. But then he ended 4, 6, 6. So you talk about Schultz being inconsistent. So was Kittle. Kittle just had a four-game stretch where he killed it. Without those four weeks, three, four weeks, he's not he's not even top 10 probably. Just the value around Dalton Schultz. He's being he's, ADP is 604. Guys around him, Cortland Sutton, Marquise Brown, Mike Williams, I would take all of those valuable wide receivers and just wait on a tight end. That's that's my personal I mean, opinion. Those are all good picks, but I think if you're looking for a tight end that can for where he where he's being drafted, tight end seven, who can be in the top three, I think he's the other one besides Dawson Knox. The guys that are being drafted after the main three, I guess Pitts can be the main four now. Yeah. Even Waller's five. But I mean I wouldn't even count Waller because he sucked last year. They just brought on Adams. I think out of the main three, that Schultz and Knox are the only ones that can get into the three again because of the offense, because of who the quarterback, I don't want to say quarterback is, because we aren't in on Dak. Right. But the value and the targets are so there for Dalton Schultz. I mean, you look at last year, let's kind of go, he had, God, you were hanging on him for no reason. Here are his finishes. Give me the stats. 10. Four, obviously not good. 26, 17, 14, 13, 5, 3, 10, 3. So those are was just three games, three bad games. Then he goes 12, 15, 9, 2, 20, 22, 11, 18. Yes, Kittle's booms are more booms. Right. But Schultz is more consistent, which I would rather have out of those type of tight ends, especially with the question marks with Kittle and the offense. I'd much rather have Schultz that is going to be more consistent. I'm not going to have to worry about if he's going to miss a game or not. Okay, obviously anyone can get injured. Right. But I'm not worrying about, God, is, is, is Trey Lance going to rush for 100 yards today to have 12 carries? Right. I'm not, I don't have to worry about that. All right, Schultz. well, we definitely differ on that. But the only thing that sucks is I want CD, and I'm not going CD and Schultz. Oh, hell no. I'm not taking two Cowboys. Right. Uh, Philadelphia Eagles, 9-8 and eight last year. Jalen Hurts, fantasy monster. <laughs> I don't how, know how. We, yeah. I, I have I broke down Hurts a lot because I <laughs> like him a lot. I like his value. His so he's going right around. We just talked about Dak. He's going at ADP seventy one point one. He's the QB seven, so he's going right before Dak. Yeah, and he finishes the QB nine, so right after Dak. All right. So he had a good season. Mm-hmm. Listen, I'm just gonna go for two minutes. Finished the season with 31,100 yards, sixteen touchdowns, nine picks. 
That is awful. It is awful. That is so bad. He didn't throw 20 touchdowns. He's still a top 10 because he, he had 140 carries. Yep. Almost 800 yards and 10 touchdowns. 10 That's touchdowns. why Miles Sanders had zero. That is why Miles <laughs> Sanders had zero. And the first half of his season, he averaged 34 and a half pass attempts a game. The second half of the season, oh, he had 13 touchdowns out of 16 in the first 10 games. Yikes. So that means he had three the last seven. And they still made the playoffs. And they still, because they switched, because Hurts has proven that he can't win throwing right, right now. Right now. Yes, they have question marks at re- last year at receiver. But the second half, he only averaged 21 attempts a game. That's 34 to great. 21. And his rushing attempts went down as well in the second half of the season. I mean, it's good news with, for the running backs. So. But it's, it, he's, I think his I think his pass attempts will go up because yeah. they just paid AJ Brown. They gave up a lot for him, and I think his rushing touchdowns obviously are going to go down. There's no way he gets ten again. I don't think no. he can get ten again. So I I feel like they're going to try and balance out the offense more. Yes. They were primarily rushing back. They're the number the one rushing team in the in the league. They brought on AJ Brown for a reason. Right. So I mean, it back half back half of the sixth round, you take argue you could what could be the QB one on the year. You think he could? I think he could. Okay. Yeah, I. I mean, yeah, he was with QB nine. He I he didn't throw twenty touchdowns. I, <laughs> I mean, I I could easily see his rushing touchdowns being dropped to six, which is still a lot. Yeah. But his passing touchdowns, he should easily get thirty. That's fourteen more touchdowns you take away the six. That is ten more touchdowns than he had. Plus, he's going to get more yards. I don't know if one. I don't think he can be the number one. You don't think so? No. So would you say top? His ceiling's top three then. I would say top five. I think he can be the QB five. I, I so I, I think his ceiling is top three. His floor is QB ten. Yeah, I, I don't think yeah his floor is very high. It's one of the safer ones because he can run. Yeah, even though he's going as a seven, I like him so much more. Where I think he can, I think he'll, I think he'll finish as the QB five area, but I think he's just a super safe pick. He, oh yeah, he is. If you if you stack the first five picks running back receivers, you get Jalen Hurts in a sixth round. Right, you're that's gonna be a powerhouse that's, of a team. It, it is, and he he had a couple bad games last year, but he was just so just got you touchdowns. Right. Yeah, I mean he's still got two more years on his rookie deal. He's right. safe for he's for safe dynasty for two, too. <laughs> yes, and him and AJ Brown are good friends. From what I've heard, he wanted he went to Philly. The head guys, managers. Said that he wanted AJ Brown. Um, once he heard that AJ wanted to be traded, they went and got him. So that kind of shows me that they are believing in him. They're all they, in. They're, they're all in. Yep. So if he has another, if he has a good year, I think we see because he doesn't have. No, he yeah, he has this year and the next year. Yeah. I think he gets his extension next summer. Right. I even if he has a okay year this year, they're still in on him. He's still gonna be right. the quarterback next year. So. Yes. All right. Miles Sanders, the one more. of the biggest busts last year. Oh, yeah. <laughs> zero touchdowns like we mentioned earlier. I don't know. <laughs> the number one rushing team, zero rushing touchdowns. Zero touchdowns in total. Right. No, yeah, he finished as an RB45 last year. He did miss five games. games. Yeah, only in 12 games. 754 on the ground, 158 through the air, no touchdowns. He's being drafted in the middle of the sixth round right now. I think, again, that's, I think a, he that's is, great value. His value is yeah. amazing. It is. I think – I would a thousand percent rather have Sanders as my RB two over Pollard as my RB four. Okay, yeah, that's that's right. fine. Yeah, I I was just about to say if I go wide receiver heavy, I'm right. totally fine with Sanders as my right. RB two. I mean, he he averaged five point five yards per carry last year. Yeah, that is um the league averaged like what three and a half. Like if you're in the fours, you had a great season. Mm-hmm. He was five and a half with no touchdowns. Uh, yeah, I don't know, I. Obviously, Hertz took up took away a bunch of those opportunities, right. but I don't think the backups will be involved as much as they were no. last year. And either. Kenneth Gainwell had, I think, he had one boom, boom week, right? Uh, but then it was the week to play him, and he busted. <laughs> um, but I mean, he had, had seven hundred fifty-four yards again, zero touchdowns. He had thirty-four targets, almost two hundred sixty receiving yards. Um, I mean, if the if he gets, just gets four of those touchdowns, obviously he'll get more attempts. A thousand, if he gets a thousand yards, so two hundred and fifty more yards and four touchdowns, he probably jumps from the RB, what you say, forty-five to yep. probably the RB twenty-eight, thirty. RB twenty-eight is, I mean, 
it's not an RB2 territory, no. but he's still a flex option. But he's still a great flex option. And the, he has played one season, or he's had one season where he, he wasn't hurt. He played through all the games. And as his rookie year, RB14. Like, he just needs the opportunities. Right. He has the skill set. You, you would think he'd get more goal line opportunities I, this and year. I think, I, I just don't see a world where he gets zero touchdowns again. <laughs> There's no way. I don't think it's possible. Yeah. So, I mean, we're. So, where would you – so you – he's going in the sixth round, ADP is 66. Would you reach for him? Like, if you need a running back bad, would you reach for him or are you not reaching? Uh, It depends where I'm at in the draft, obviously, or, like, in the order, obviously. Yeah. But so you're – it's coming up on the fifth. I'm, I had the fifth pick? Or you're in the – so fifth round. Okay. I guess you're back-to-back pretty much. So say, I, say I'm is drafting you, from the 11th spot in a 12-man league and it's the – Fifth, fifth round or sixth. No, no. Let's say you have the sixth pick in twelve man, and yep. it's the fifth round. Okay, you're not coming back for twelve more picks. It, yeah. Are it, you going to take him in the fifth if you if you need an RB two? If I need an RB two for sure. If you, I already have if I already have two running backs, I would probably stack more receivers. Okay. Just with the way our leagues are set up, we have three flexes, and yeah. I plan on filling most of those with receivers. So, okay. so if you need, you'll reach. But if you if you're set at running backs, you wouldn't reach. Uh, I probably wouldn't just because I could probably get Kareem Hunt around later or something like that. But him, it, him or Clyde? Uh, probably Miles Sanders. Really? Uh, yeah, I know you like Clyde a lot, and I still I have yet been. to get on that train. Yeah, I have been liking Clyde, and we'll talk about him for a while, actually. But yeah, I just think he's being drafted as the RB twenty six. I, he's on the number one rushing rushing team. Yeah, he's the lead back. He's pretty much the lone back besides injuries. Yeah, I mean, that offense should be good this it year. It should be better. I'm all in on Miles Sanders. Um, I, I think I think he could easily be easily an RB2. Yeah. I think he could be borderline a high RB2, like an RB15. Okay. I, yeah, I think is his ceiling. His, his ceiling, I would agree with that. His floor is nowhere near RB45. No. <laughs> because <laughs> you, 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 you hesitate. Because I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> I just hope he. I just want to score. I know. Uh, AJ Brown. Back, he's going in the back half is, of the his second value round. Is bad. Yes, if it you, is way too early. It is. Yeah, I, I'm in the same boat with Debo and AJ Brown. Mm-hmm. I is their values in the second round scare the hell out of me. He's going as a wide receiver nine. So CD's a wide receiver seven. He's wide receiver nine. His ADP is twenty five point eight. He only played nine games last year, so it's hard to say. But he finishes on wide receiver thirty two. Right. Um. I mean, but he's going before Mike Evans. Get out of here! No, that's that's wrong. Get out of here! <laughs> like I am all in on Jalen Hurts, but we just kind of broke down his stats. He only averaged twenty-one pass attempts to end the last eight games of the year. Where are the they, they have Goddard, a good tight end. So Devonta year two, Smith, Devonta Smith. Like, that's just not the opportunity for him. Is not there to be great he, for where his. Where he's going in the second yes. round, he needs to have that deep ball connection with Hertz. I mean, right. he hurt. We did see Hertz throw to Rager, and they didn't catch. They didn't catch the ball a lot, but Hertz does throw the deep ball. So I mean, if you take AJ Brown there, just know it's a kind of a risk. You need a lot of things to happen, and I wouldn't feel comfortable with him as my wide receiver one. No, and especially I kind of looked at what Tannehill, what he's coming from. Tannehill, the last two years. 480 and over 500 attempts. Jalen Hurts last year was 432. That's 50 less targets in just from last year. And then the year before, 100 less targets. Right. Or pass attempts. The volume, A.J. Brown is a freak of an athlete. He's a great football player. But where he's being drafted is not. It's not it. Not, it's not for him. It's not there this year. Right. Dynasty. Dynasty, I'm in on it. Because he is young. He's yeah. a freak athlete. They have this quarterback. But, again, just for redraft, I must, I will take Mike Evans. I would, too. Every, I won't even hesitate before, yeah. before him. Um, so, kind of leading into Devonta Smith now, obviously, he's going to – his ADP is dropping. Seven, it's one pick away from the eighth round. So, he finished as a wide receiver 29 last yeah. year. 916 and five touchdowns, 103 targets. Targets going to drop this year, yeah. obviously. Yeah. Uh, 960, yeah, and five touchdowns. Last year, he only saw eight plus targets four times. 
That's not great. No. Is the <laughs> lone wide receiver one on your team? Right. It, see, I his upside is capped. It, a it's wide the is, same as A.J. Brown. The, the upside is just capped. Right. But De, Devonta Smith is at least going as a wide receiver 36. So his value is a little bit better. But I'll throw him in my flex. I'm not. I'm not expecting. He's not going to duplicate these numbers. No, I'm not expecting a consistent receiver here at all. It, it, you're going to be pissed off some weeks. For him to duplicate these numbers, they literally need to throw the ball 200 more times, because 100 of those are going to go, to, or maybe 150, and that's if they're all going to AJ Brown. Yeah, which isn't going to happen. No, and I mean AJ Brown was on the pace, to, or Jalen Hurts was on the pace to do that 34 and a half game. Yeah, first half, but they weren't winning. They know that they are a better run team, and they are going to give the ball to A.J. Brown because he they're paying him. So he's a, it's a wide receiver, two on a low-volume team. Yep. He, I mean, his ADP is in the seventh round. He still could bust below that. I'm not. So <laughs> Dalton Schultz or Devonta Smith? Uh, Devonta Smith. I don't like taking tight ends ah. in the sixth. I don't like take, taking tight ends in the fourth through sixth rounds. I, I don't. I'm sorry. They'll, they'll, both, they'll both be inconsistent. They will. Oh Tight ends are God. always inconsistent. What do you mean? Oh, my God. <laughs> Dallas Goddard, another inconsistent tight end. <laughs> <laughs> ADP 702. He's going 10 picks before Devonta Smith. Tight end 10 last year. Just cracked the top 10. 830 and four touchdowns. Uh, his no number is a tight end eight. Yeah, his numbers didn't really elevate after Ertz left either. I mean, they we pretty much just were, was on the same path. No, they elevated. So what? The first six games, he had zero games with more than five targets. After Ertz left, he had six games with more than five targets. But to the production increase, you just but the opportunity increase. The opportunity did not. Yeah. The, okay, so not the production. He but got the oppor- more. The opportunity was still there. I mean, I'm not, I'm not in on him for the same reason. I'm not in on Devonta Smith. I, and I'm not in on Goddard for the same reason. I'm not in on Dalton Schultz. <laughs> he, he, Goddard's a big boomer bust tight end. There's a lot of mouths to feed on a yeah. rushing offense. He, I mean, he went. He was. Uh, we'll go after he actually kind of was he was pretty much the same throughout i guess you're right but the opportunity was higher but after he left so he went 12 is there his points 12 13 7 5 11 1 28 20 5 13 and he didn't play in the last game uh-huh. um so yeah he is he is kind of more God, his boom games are pretty good though. His, yeah, but he's a big boomer. But yeah, bust he, he's more of a boomer bust than Schultz. Schultz, is, I would agree with that. Schultz is more consistent. Schultz, is, I mean, he could get you thirty points now, but from what we saw from Schultz, it was 20, 16, yeah. 15, 8, 16. You know, but got Goddard's in the seventh round. Goddard would have to drop a full round or two in that Fryermuth area for me to just consider him. So you, you, if they're both there, him or Pat Fryermuth then. In the ninth round. I'll go Goddard just because of uncertainty at quarterback for Pittsburgh, right. and there's way more mouths to feed in Pittsburgh. So, all right. Anything else in the Eagles before I move on? No, let's go on to the Commandos. Three names in three years. Commanders can't keep up. Seven and ten. Uh, somehow. <laughs> somehow. Carson Wentz, you got anything on him? His ADP I is go, he's going, he's going on draft. I right kind now. of do. His ADP is two. Yeah, you, you can pick him off waivers. 214. Finishes the QB 14. He's going as a QB 25. Um, his last his uh, last couple of years, QB 14, 22, 12, 23, and then five. But his two bad seasons, um, he missed multiple games. Yeah. I mean, I mean, he's not young anymore. His career average is only 3,300 yards, 22 touchdowns, 10 picks. Right. So would you go him? So he's going around a list of three him and two other quarterbacks. Tannehill, Wentz, Daniel Jones. Oh, my God. <laughs> I think I would rather run a lineup out there without a quarterback spot filled. <laughs> I think I'd rather have Carson Wentz. I think he at least has a true wide receiver one on the team. We have to talk about him. He's a starting quarterback <laughs> on a team that has weapons. So these are strictly waiver streaming quarterback options here. I would go Wentz, too. Okay. But I'm not drafting him, and I – I <laughs> hope to God my quarterback situation is not where in dire need where Wentz needs to come in here. Yeah, his, yeah, his ADP, like we said, was 214. Uh, <laughs> but, I mean, he has a good one, one two back. He has Terry McLaurin, and then they also just drafted uh, Dotson. Dotson. They have Curtis Samuel, and they like Logan Thomas a lot. 
They have weapons. God, that's just, I just want to puke on the seas of vapor right now. I mean, I'm not taking <laughs> Wentz. If I'm in, I mean, like, a, like if if I do go a second quarterback, I guess it depends on how many rounds I have. Right. I'm still not taking Carson Wentz. I'm still not. Like, All right. I we're, 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 done, we're done talking about him. Antonio Gibson. 80, I don't know why we're not in on Gibson. 80 piece, the back of the third round, RB10 last year, 1,800 yards and 18 touchdowns. Through the air, 541 and three. He did have eight fumbles, which has cost him 18 touchdowns. 18 rushing touchdowns. Three more through the air. Can you believe Antonio Gibson? Dude, did you read the same stats as I did? Let me look. You did not. I know you didn't. What did I read? Let's see. Where he had seven rushing touchdowns last year. He had 18 in his first two years. Oh, okay. It's my bad. I this dude my, my an RB one. <laughs> I was like, huh? That seems pretty. What? That seems pretty good. Here. I was like, no, yeah, okay. So I'll read you his actual. Stats. I was looking at his career stats. <laughs> 258 carries, a thousand yards, seven touchdowns, fifty-two uh, targets, forty-two catches, three hundred yards, and three touchdowns. RB ten. Yes, I know. That's why I was like, wait a. No, he was the RB twelve in PPR. Oh, I'm showing. Oh, I, this I'm looking at half PPR, so that makes sense. Oh, uh, stupid! I know, <laughs> but but Gibson, yeah. If if my makeup of my team is wide receiver, wide receiver, I guess I'll take him with my first pick of he's as a running R- back. He's going as the RB nineteen. Yeah. His first two years, he's finished as thirteen and twelve. Right. And I know people say Carson West doesn't throw the ball to the running backs. That is bullshit. I don't know the stats on that. I will tell you the stats. <laughs> um, oh my god, where'd they go? So he had obviously last year he had Taylor and Hines. Those two combined for 106 targets. Wow. Between two running backs. He has those two running backs there still, which yes, McKissick ruins Antonio Gibson from being a top five running back. And they just drafted a rookie running back. That's fine. And that was in what round five? Still makes him a more crowded backfield. No. You don't it think he'll take any third down work or anything? A snap here and there, but nothing major. The goal line, they're going to have Gibson or McKinnon. They're not going to trust a rookie fifth-rounder unless he's just blowing everyone out of the water. And they're not going to – no, they're going to take Gibson. But I I don't know why people are falling on Gibson. He averaged four yards a carry. Yes, his production went down from 11 touchdowns to seven. And McKissick wasn't even that – he was more productive as the pass catcher. He only saw 48 carries. Yeah. Compared to 258, 202 yards and two rushing touchdowns. When it comes to the receiving game, it's, they're damn near identical. It's 52 targets to 53 for McKissick, 42 catches to 43. He had 100 more yards, but one less touchdown. I think Antonio Gibson is a very safe running back option. Yeah, guys going right around him or ahead of him. Brees Hall, who would you rather have? Stop. <laughs> J.K. Dobbins. Stop. <laughs> Josh Jacobs. That's closer. And then Bar- but, Barkley, I know you like too. I do like we'll Barkley talk about because, of how, because of what he – because his – when it comes to the talent, Saquon is a top five talent. Yeah, he is. It's just his injuries have been a big problem for him. Right. But I think if I needed a if, – if I went receiver, receiver, and I need a running back, I'd go Gibson between those two as my RB1 because the, because he's safe. Yeah. If I already have a running back, I would take Saquon for the boom possibility. Still scary though. <laughs> I don't. Who Saquon? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Gibson should not be scary. No. Whatsoever. He's gonna see over two hundred um, carries. He's gonna get a thought. Like he's 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 a good running. Yeah. Back. His average draft position is back of the third round. If you give him the fourth round, that's a steal. It, it a starting running back who, yes, you, you, that I just don't understand why it's a two man backfield. It's one, and it's a third down guy. That's it. Yeah, Gibson's getting all the carries, and he's getting the same amount of receptions that McKissick is getting, and Gibson is a better running back. Yes, I don't understand. I hope he keeps falling. Yeah, me, I me don't too. get why. I'm all in on Gibson, not reaching for him right. because there. Are, I'd rather have Aaron Jones way before Gibson. Um, what about David Montgomery? I'd rather have Montgomery because there's literally zero share in that backfield. Yeah, there is zero share, but. Yeah, I think Josh Jacobs. I think I'd rather go Gibson. But I think Jacobs is Jacobs is a very underrated running back as well. He, yeah, he really is. But I just see them throwing, just throwing the ball so much. I just see his volume dropping on the rushing side. 
Um, but I'm all in on Gibson as my RB, safe RB1 or RB2. I'm ecstatic. Yeah, I think we're on the same page. Scary Terry McLaurin ADP. I feel bad for him. I don't know why. I know his ADP is 405, middle of the fourth round. Finished as a wide receiver 25 last year, 1,053 and five touchdowns. Never finished inside the top 20. I know. He's had all of this hype around him, but he's never had a quarterback mm-hmm. where it's been he can build a rapport with. He's had three different quarterbacks his whole, all of his career. Yeah. That's tough. I, I and wrote, they haven't been great quarterbacks. Yeah. <laughs> the, the three words I wrote down for Terry is if best available. Fourth round, if I have a couple receivers and a running back. So in redraft, Deontay, Scary Terry, or DK? DK's last. Yeah. <laughs> by, a, by a pretty wide margin. Oh, you're saying DK's last. Yeah. Or I thought you were asking. Oh, yeah. That was the draft order. In my book, DK is for sure last. Okay. I think I'll go Johnson, Terry, DK. John- yeah. ADP for Johnson is 40.8, and then it's 41.0 for Terry, and then 41.9. Yeah, so for all fourth-round receivers, I'll go Deontay. Okay. I – I mean, they drafted Dotson. Their He's team is more. built around running, running game and defense. I don't trust Wentz as a quarterback. He's never finished inside the top 20. I don't like where he's being drafted middle of the fourth round here. That's fair. I mean, yeah, he had four games. Um, or he only had four. He had four games in the first seven with double-digit targets. It's zero the rest of the season. Like, I mean, yeah. It, it's, Ten games with zero double-digit targets. Some of it comes down to quarterback play, but it does. not all of it. I think, I mean, God, he had Alex Smith. Or who was before Alex Smith? They had, they were, oh, that they, was when it they was. They were playing with Taylor Heineke for a while. Heineke was just last year. He was <laughs> yeah, in playoffs in last year. Yeah. He had Alex Smith, and then he, I think he had the combination of Wayne Haskins and some other quarterback. Fitzmagic? Fitzmagic. No, Fitzmagic never played. He was hurt. Oh, yeah, that's right. But he's never had a consistent one, and now he gets Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz is fine, but I, I – he still saw 130 targets. I think that'll still be there. I think his volume will be there. Yeah. It's just what can he do with it? I yeah. I mean, only 77 catches on 130 targets. I I felt bad for, I mean, Allen Robinson up until this year. He's got Stafford, and Robinson's never played with a good quarterback. Right. Terry's we don't know. And I don't. Robinson know. at least put up numbers. Exactly. Right? He was productive. Right. Yeah. I. Draft Terry at your own risk. I mean, if yeah. if he's there in the fourth round and I, I'll play him as my flex, if I have two wide receivers, that's mm-hmm. fine. But All right, let's go to the football Giants. Giants, 4-13. and 13. I wrote down Daniel Jones' name, and I wrote no. And I, that was it. <laughs> he can run the ball, but... I if mean, you have stats on him, I'll gladly plug my ears while you tell everybody else. I, I don't even want to read them. His three finishes... I mean, he was hurt last year. He only played 11 games, but he'll be 25, 24, 27. Like, enough is enough. Let's move on. <laughs> he's, only had, he's only had one season out of three where his touchdowns were a teen or older. Like oh teen or more. <laughs> and he's, <laughs> he's, he's your Duke alum. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, but he runs the ball, though. Like, we have to – you probably he had sixty five rushing attempts two years ago. 65. All I can think of when you Dude, say yeah, all I can think of. <laughs> I mean, yes, that's very funny, but he still ran the ball over sixty plus times the last two years. And last year it was in eleven games he ran it sixty two times. So it sounds like you're advocating for. Daniel I'm not. Jones. I'm just is there saying a world, that. Is no, there I'm saying that there is an upside for him. I mean, he started out. Listen to these first four games: twenty two. 31, 13, 31. Like, the upside is there. He can do it because he can do it on the ground. Then he got four. Um, I don't know if he got hurt. The you know, offense is just bad, though. He, he threw the ball 51 times in one game. <laughs> but <laughs> um, <laughs> he had point zero eight points in one game, and he, that's when he threw the ball 51 times. This dude couldn't even get <laughs> .1 fantasy points throwing the ball 50 100% times. 100% Oh, my it's God. 29 or 51 attempts, 29 completions, 242, three interceptions. And, yeah, four rushing yards on three attempts. Saquon Barkley. 
ADP. He's <laughs> just done. <laughs> two eleven, back half of the second round. Mm-hmm. Hasn't played a full year since 2018. Obviously, that's his narrative right now until yeah. he writes a different script. But his rookie year, he was the RB1. He was a stud. And his then the next year, year, he was RB10 in only 13 games. And he played two, two years ago because the Bears cheap shot at him when he tore his ACL. Allegedly. Oh, allegedly. Finished the RB113. That's what I mean. Didn't know I was like that high. Um, <laughs> and then last year, he missed four games, and he played it. He was RB30. Um, but he only had two touchdowns last year in 13 games. Yeah, it goes back to a bad offense. The volume should be there, but how productive he can be. He, there's a lot of what-ifs with Barkley. He's got to stay healthy. The offense has got to be scripted around him. And he, I've been seeing – well, they just got the new coach, the Bills OC. Mm-hmm. Which is one thing that I'm very excited about, man, because he's uh, OC's coming from high power offense with a great quarterback. Obviously, Giants don't have a great quarterback. We just went over that. But hate that we did. (laughs) But Saquon, they're using him in the passing game a lot because he's a freak of an athlete. He's a mismatch for linebackers. He will win that matchup any day against a linebacker when it comes to in coverage. But again, the offense is very bad. They did draft the best offensive tackle in the draft. Um, and they did that last year. They got an offensive lineman last year. They had two first-round picks because you guys traded for one of them. Oh, yeah. Um, and, I mean, God. Again, I if I need a running back in the second round like, and he's my first running back, I'm not doing it. Me neither. My RB2 I am because of his talent and his skill set. So, he is, say he goes right as his ADP second round. You go running back, running back. Are you happy about that? Yes. Okay. Yes. So if I start off with, we'll just say I have the first pick. I get Taylor and Saquon. Both yes. top five upsides. Yes. Yeah. And then I, because then I can literally get, so who, who's right after Saquon? Would, like receiver? It would be like Debo, AJ Brown type deal. I reach for Mike or Evans. Or Mike Evans, yeah. I'd reach for Mike Evans, yes. I'm the T. Higgins boat instead of those two, but yeah, you're, <laughs> Mike Evans and T. Higgins over AJ Brown and Debo, I would do. Um, but yeah, I mean, Saquon, I think just what he can do with the ball is just, it's, it's really magical how yeah. good he is. What about the Giants receiving core? Um, I, I just wrote their ADPs. The, Galladay's back of the 11th, Tony's middle of the 10th. I mean, the only one I've taken in redraft has been the rookie, uh, Robinson. Oh, okay. I, that's the one guy I haven't touched. Just I, because he's the rookie. Kadarius Tony had a great game that he punched the dude. Like, <laughs> I, I've just been taking them as bench fillers just because any one of these guys could be the wide receiver one, but what me being the wide receiver one of the Giants is 705 touchdowns. So, <laughs> and the Giants were shopping Kadarius Tony around draft time, they were trying to trade him. Yeah, I they <laughs> they aren't in on him, so I think Wendell Robinson will see a lot more opportunity than what a lot of people are thinking because. Galladay is always hurt. Sterling Shepard's always hurt. Tony's punching people. Like, I <laughs> and think, you have Daniel Jones as your quarterback. And he has Daniel Jones, yes. <laughs> and I don't even know who your tight end is. I didn't even write one down. No, it's not Ingram anymore. Not Ingram. <laughs> Thank God. Get him out of there. He's too athletic to be there. Yeah. That, the only world I take Giants wide receivers is a couple last picks in the draft. If yeah. I need receiver depth, I don't know. All right. Well, that was painful. <laughs> we'll take a quick break. We'll go over our uh, predictions here. All right, so in my first place, NFC East, Philadelphia Eagles. Whoa, you're on the train. Eleven and six. What do you What do you got? I have eleven. I don't actually. Eleven and six. Okay, so oh, so yeah. so a couple first and second because I'm assuming you have the Cowboys second. Yes. At I have ten and seven. And seven. Okay. <laughs> the, the only deciding factor, they both play the NFC North and the AFC South, but the three extra games, the Cowboys play the Bucks, Bengals, Rams. Yeah, those are all L's. I have them down. And the Eagles play the Card Steelers, Saints. I think I think the Eagles can win one more game out of their right. three than the Cowboys can. So that was my only deciding factor. I think both teams are going to be decent this year. Yeah. But uh, so we have <laughs> the same record. Third place, Commanders. Yeah. Seven and ten. What the hell did I do? I have them at seven. Yeah, seven and ten. Oh my God. And then obviously the Giants, I have 
Five and 12. Three and 14. Oh. <laughs> okay, I'm giving the Giants way too much credit here. <laughs> I, I have the Giants losing the first six games of the season. Oh, God. And then the last eight. So I have them going 0 and 6, 3 and 6, 3 and 14. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, I obviously this division was one of the easier ones to break down, but. Uh... Yeah, I am in on Philly. I think um, they added a top receiver in the league. They added in the draft another edge rusher, linebacker. Um, they brought back Cox. They brought in a defensive back in free agency. God, I'm blanking on the name. Uh, it was from the Giants guy. Um, uh, uh, Barberry, something like that. Oh, yeah. Bradbury. Yeah. Bradbury. He's a good, really good corner. I think Hertz is going to take another step. Yeah, I think Hertz gets better. Um, they were injury bug last year. They had no receivers. So I, I am in on Philly. They can run the ball. Um, and Dallas just – they kind of just got worse. Yeah. I mean, they lost their wide receiver B.A., whatever you want to call I, I would call him. Cooper was the number one receiver last year. 1A, one, 1B. One, one um, Gallup's got coming back. They lost a couple offensive linemen. They drafted a rookie offensive lineman. Um, you know, Zeke is getting older. I still have McCarthy as their head coach. Yep, and he got <laughs> fined again. Um and they lost Gregory. Uh, they they just didn't really do anything in the free agency that um, made them better. Yeah, if the Cowboys were in almost any other division, they'd be fighting for third place oh, almost. In yeah, some they're lucky that Washington can't find a quarterback. NFC North, Dallas is third place team. But yeah, behind Phil, uh, Phil, <laughs> behind, behind the Bears and, and Lions. <laughs> yeah, um, sure, but yeah, I, I definitely think Philly can do some damage, and they will go as far as Jalen Hurts can take them. Yeah. So that I mean, Eagles aren't going to get a buy. So we'll see if they yeah. play the Bucks type team like they did last year. And that was just not fun to watch. The Eagles, I don't think they have a team to make a deep run, but no, they'll be fun they, to watch. They could win a playoff game. Yeah, they could. They could. So all right, well, that wraps it up. Follow us on TikTok at the Kneel Down. Thank you. We just passed forty six hundred followers. <laughs> <laughs> Twitter at the Kneel Down Pod. Not doing so hot there. Thirty followers. People would love uh, love to follow us on uh, t- Twitter if you have TikTok. Yeah. So, well, that'll do it. See you next week. Bye.